Now, as Christians, um, we believe that God loves us. As Christians, we say this many times, that the Bible says God is love. And we can repeat that so many times, we can know it in a way that it makes it hard for us to remember that God also threatens to punish us. That a good parent not only gives nice things, but gives discipline as well. Not only candy, but the hard stuff too. And God is the best parent, the best father. And so the scriptures also tell us that he has threats of punishment. Now we just, we just heard two, two rather frightening passages in the Bible readings that were read to us this morning. We heard St. Paul say about the Israelites, God was not pleased with them. They were struck down in the desert and suffered death. Other translations render it even more graphically and say, they failed to please God and their corpses littered the desert. And St. Paul adds that these things happened, these things were written down as a warning to us. Then in our gospel text today, uh, the Lord Jesus is no less alarming in the words he gives us today. He says, he refers to two recent tragedies that the people he was speaking to would have known about, and he says, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. And then repeats, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Now, the temptation for any preacher, the temptation for me this morning when we get Bible passages like that is to, to somehow ignore them, to somehow bypass them, to somehow talk about something else. But that's not to be authentic to the truth, to be authentic to the Lord. The church gives us these passages now in Lent for a particular reason. She gives them to us in Lent not to frighten us. And the, church, the Lord Jesus said these things not to frighten us, but because he wants us to change. He wants us to turn from all the things that are destructive, all the things within ourselves that destroy ourselves, my selfishness, my impatience, my laziness, all the things that destroy other people, my greed, my gossip, my judgment, that he wants me to turn from all these and other things to turn to him, to repent, repent of my sin. A different point. The Bible, as well as having warnings like those that we are reminded of this morning, whenever there are such warnings, they're always preceded 
by a declaration, by various displays of God's love and his care. That right through the Bible, from the beginning in the Garden of Eden to the end in the Apocalypse, any warning by the Lord is always preceded by God showing in all kinds of different ways his goodness, his love, his care. So for us today, our first reading had that passage from Genesis where the Lord described how he was going to rescue his people from Egypt. How he said to Moses, I have seen the miserable state of my people. I mean to deliver them to a land flowing in milk and honey. Thus declaring his love and his care. Then in our gospel text, we have the, the parable of the fig tree, where the gardener declares he's going to give the tree yet another year to try and bear fruit, yet another year to be cared and nurtured and fertilized. And the warnings that are given to us in the scriptures, they only come. Because despite the declarations of God's care, the manifestations of his love, we so often fail to respond. Now when we hear in the scriptures warnings, talk of judgment from the Lord, it can be easy to think that, well, these don't apply to me. Yeah, the Lord says that, but those are somehow about other people. That he wouldn't punish me. I don't. Well, the Bible says otherwise. It says that we all sin. 1 John 1, if we say we have not sinned, we make God out to be a liar. And the truth is not in us. That one of the things we need to do in this Lenten season is to take a long spiritual look in in the mirror to see what's wrong, to see what needs to change, to see our sin. Okay, let's pull this together now. The Lord, in this Lenten season, He's wanting to awaken a response from us. And we know that there are times when we do respond, that we feel fervent, that we hear of what God has done, and it moves us. But if we're honest, we also know there are times when somehow we're not moved. Somehow we hear of God dying for us, and we feel very little. We hear his call to change, and we just somehow don't move. And we have to try and overcome this. And one of the ways, one of the ways a response can be awakened in us is the kind of warning that we have in today's texts, a kind of shock treatment. But with that, as I tried to say, the purpose of that shock The purpose of that threat is to awaken a response from us. 
We need to remember that the Lord Jesus, why did he come? Why did he die on the cross? Why did he establish his sacraments? Why is he still with us today in the church? He's come that we might have life and have it to the full. So to close using that gardening image in our gospel today, let's allow him to cultivate the stony ground of our hearts to fertilize the dryness of our souls with the moisture of his grace, that when Easter comes, it may find us having borne new fruit.